What is up, dudes, dudettes, and all my beautiful people of the interwebs? It is Saturday, so you know what time it is. It is time to go beyond. Thank you for joining the Smash Podcast, and welcome to the United States of Smash. I got to say, I am glad to be back. I know we were all gone last week, but I was at PAX South here in wonderful San Antonio, Texas for PAX South 2019, and now I got to say, it was so much fun. I met a lot of cool people, and I'm going to go more into details about that here soon. But tonight's show, whoo, a lot of stuff has come out in the last week, and uh, definitely some big things that we want to talk about, some small things too, and uh, just so much coming out. And there's two topics I know that we really want to get into. But before we do that, let's go ahead and introduce the panel that we got here. So up first, representing for your usual group of weeds, Weebs, oh man, I can't even speak tonight apparently. It's the man with no plan, the one who always starts at Z because it is the worst that he can think of, Mr. Operation himself. What's good with you, Op? What's good with y'all? What's good? Got a lot done over these past two weeks as far as anime, you know. Finally started Dora. What was, I don't know how to pronounce it. Dororo? Dororo? Is that Dororo? You mean yeah. Dororo? Dororo. Yeah. Yo, bro. That show yeah. been way better than I expected it to be. Like, give me opening is amazing. amazing. Oh, yeah, bro. Give me a slight vibes. It's dope. Oh, dude, but that that opening, I'm so mm. glad Queen B did another song. Like, right. after HLA, uh, HALF for uh, the ending song for uh, Tokyo Ghoul Re, mm-hmm. I was like, I really wanted to see more from them. And now that they got an OP, I was like, I love it. Yeah, that's like, seriously. That's opening of 2019 right now. So, besides, yes, uh, dude, Avichan, I'm, I'm in love with Avichan. Like, she can sing. Girl can sing. Yeah, yeah besides put, like uh, Black Clover, that one is number one right now. Yeah, I'll put yes, there that that, um, the Promise Neverland's opening rap there with them because there is actually pretty good for the anime adaptation. But um, as oh far yeah, as that, dude. Oh yeah, go That's ahead. That's another good one too. Yeah. Outside that, you know, this Grindaway Detective Conan. I started. Yeah, Damon Wonderland, the manga. I started at last week or so. I, I was about to say, don't don't tell me you started the, the anime. Oh hell no! Mm-hmm. Not even gonna touch that. This, you know, like if like the first chapter was like, eh, I don't care. I'm not caring for that much. But once they got their prison, it's just, and she started going left, like, whoa, okay, I'm I'm starting to feel this now. This shit's pretty dope. So I've been enjoying that pretty so far. You know, just hacking away this list of animes and mangas. You know, usual grind. Oh, absolutely. Where are you currently added in Detective Conan right now? Uh, I don't remember exactly because like I'm on schedule. I I peeped it Monday. I forgot I left off. I gotta check my own browser history. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right. Well, next up on our panel, the the man himself, our resident artist, the man who's always trolling across the internet, no matter what it is, the PC extraordinaire, of course. And I I don't know what more to say about this man, but give it up for Soul King. What's what good, is good y'all? Nothing, man. Just you know, reading chapters of. Baruto, because it's getting really spicy. That's all I can say. You, I you are the, you are the stand. You are the stand for when it comes for for Naruto or for Baruto. Just, just you know, literally the only great one. Things, some great things of Baruto is gonna come out soon. Just, Finally, just it's oh, been, snap! It's, it's, trust <laughs> it's been it's been in the manga. The anime just have to catch up. Bet I'm I'm like twenty or so chapters behind right now, saying so pick it up. Oh yeah! Once All you pick right. it up, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this shit is amazing!" <laughs> yeah. 
All right, man. That's good to hear. I'm glad that, that you're enjoying that. Anything new that you're keeping up with in the current season? Uh, Young Justice Roll, 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 Roll. Season 3? Uh, I didn't finish Injustice Season 3. I need to finish that. Yes. Um, I have... uh, I still need to get my subscription for DC Universe, so I, I'm frauding on that one. You're I won't still holding out on that. Man. Dang. I, uh, I am holding out on it. Yeah, you trust me, it's, it's really good. But um, you know, Promise Neverland, uh, Black Clover, um, Double Roro, um, what else? Nothing really. Oh yeah, and Kingdom on Netflix, fire. It's it's a bit about zombies right. in uh, it's about zombies in a, a feudal Japan, samurai shit. So, hey Sugar, it's good to see you here in the chat, dear. Uh, for those who don't know, Sugar. Coda Witchling is one of the the many streamers that I met actually at Pack South, and she's amazing. Uh, but yes, and of course, you guys are on the channel, so I am your boisterous host with the most, the gothic gamer and your resident anime king, Bloody Knuckles. And I gotta say, um, ah, uh, there's so much good stuff coming out right now. This season, oh, dude, the the winter season for 2019, right, has absolutely been so hot. Like we we've all been talking, Promise Neverland is just. Mwah. Oh, so good. So good. That opening, the tension, the like I'm I'm caught up or like two chapters behind in the manga, right? Like after I started reading it back in December, I like binged read the whole thing up to where it is right now. And everything in the in the show and the anime is literally exactly how I would picture if it was actually animated. And the sound design, oh so good. And I know uh, you got your your new sweetheart on the on the show right now. So, uh, Sister Crone. Oh yeah, and they're right. She's bang. <laughs> she crazy. She crazy. Right. Y'all have a thing for crazy ass women. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, y'all both be like, hey, in, a, I, in the manga. She looks she's she looks super scary, but in a in anime, she doesn't. I don't. They didn't capture her right, especially like some of the facial animate, like the facial like. I don't. I don't know. Some of her bro. smiles when she's when she's around is is pretty creepy. Like they yeah. they it's caught creepy, the creepy but compared to the Trevor. compared to the manga, it, it it's nowhere close. I'm I'm just gonna be real. That yeah. That's I, why I, oh no no. I I don't I don't I don't deny that because it doesn't have this this deep dark shadings of like that grin but they captured it fairly well enough. But I definitely would say that her 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 facial expressions don't have the same level. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally, totally feel where you're coming from. And yes, I don't... yes, uh, unlike you, we're not prudes. If there's not a threat of being stabbed and or, you know, mutilated at some point, we don't want any, sir. This ain't prudent. Y'all just wackos. That's the fucking thing. I don't know. She's, <laughs> in the, you know, in the anime, she she doesn't intimidate me, so she bae. Yeah, I see some of the comparisons. Yeah, he's just like, she, bae, he, she don't intimidate me. <laughs> he got it. He can hold his own. She's a sprinter. She's a track star. She's out here. Yo, bro, when she was um, playing tag with kids, bro, she fucking booked it at the beginning. It's like, whoa. I was yeah, she's a this. track star. Oh, yeah. Like she, uh, she, took, she took off. Hey, Frederick, I see you in the chat. It's good to see you. Uh, of course, guys, if y'all aren't subscribed to the channel, please, please do. But as a heads up, on on, on the show, we are lewd, we are crude, and we are hella rude. So we uh we're very vulgar. So uh, if that bothers you, uh, oh, I don't well. know what to tell you. Cover yeah, your ears. <laughs> Hold on. Insert exit meme right now. There, I we don't have the exit meme yet, but <laughs> trust me, guys. Uh, it, it's it's all good-hearted fun. But yes, if if that if you're that's not your taste in humor, well, uh, 
Too bad. Get on. Too bad. <laughs> Just uh, too bad. Uh, but man, no. So, so many good topics tonight. But the first thing I want to start off is my experience with PAX South. And this is probably my fourth PAX since it, it first started back in 2013. And I loved it, right? Uh, so many awesome things. I got to catch up with the guys from uh, my from our network now, for those who don't or have not kept up on my Twitter and didn't know, is that recently I became an official partner with the Tick uh, Games Network, and I am uh, their co-host with uh, JD uh, on the anime podcast we have over there called The Otaku Fix. We're going to be running the anime site and articles for the website, so I am a part of that. But caught up with some of the other writers and content creators over there caught up with fame dallas uh citizen snips and we were out there doing interviews and stuff like that so much fun uh doing that with those guys uh been talking with them for a long time so it was good to finally see them but i was actually in this big chat with all these wonderful amazing streamers and other content creators uh thanks to some people that i know and i caught up with so many of them and it was just these people really made the pack south so much better because the fact that when you're vibing with these people who you just who you've been talking to you know for so short a time and yet everyone just like clicks and everyone just like becomes like super solid friends it was just something amazing and being able to talk to them as much as we all still do since then has been fun there were so many great things i saw there's so many cool indie games and smaller stuff coming out uh definitely a lot of amazing cosplayers and definitely the anime and japanese were being represented especially with some of the games like i saw so many people out there in near automata cosplay of course there's girls dressed up as 2b and there was guys who were dressed up as 4a uh and was totally loving that uh there was people who were of course doing uh todoroki cosplay uh bakugo cosplay everyone was doing deku i saw one guy who was representing the hardcore for the manga fans because <coughs> he was he was cosplaying the crawler from my hero vigilantes and as soon as i saw his arm pads and everything i was like hey are you the crawler and he's just like yes someone knew what i was because hey, everyone was thinking respects. it was deku yeah yeah i saw that and i was just like yeah boy i was like representing for the manga fans right there so that was amazing to see uh but there was, there was so much, of course, there was everyone, so many people dressed up as hunters for Monster Hunter because, you know, Monster Hunter still the GOAT from last year. I don't care what anyone says. It was amazing, and I still stand by that greatest multiplayer game last year. Uh, but just so many great things. Uh, definitely had a big presence from Capcom and Bandai, you know, the big Japanese devs. Uh, Capcom was showing off Devil May Cry 5 you know, the real big uh, action RPG that everyone's looking, hack and slash. Everyone knows Dante and the story of him and his brother Virgil and everything that they go through. Of course, they also had Resident Evil 2 on display there because Resident Evil 2 just came out yesterday for those who weren't uh, aware of that. Really big horror survival, you know, revolutionized the genre and all that kind of aspect. And Bandai was there with Jump Force, which is what everyone would expect. Of course, they also had uh, Ace Combat 7 there. Uh, Flight Simulator, also very futuristic and and over the top with with what they do and that, but definitely a strong presence from the Japanese devs. Would definitely like to see more uh, in the future, but I'm glad that they had the presence that they did for sure. 
but dude, there was just so much amazing stuff there. I met so many cool people. Definitely hit a lot of the after parties from PAX and just had an all around fun time. Like, dude, uh, PAX is, is absolutely excitable. And I cannot wait for the next uh, convention that we're doing. You actually may want to make sure that you're following me on social media because there may be an announcement of where you're going to catch me next here soon. As well as there's going to be an announcement later in the show. So if you're not following, you want to make sure that you do when I tweet, uh, when I send out that information here, because you're going to want to tell everyone about that. Uh, but now that I got that little bit out, uh, anything y'all want to know from PAX South that had y'all's interest or that y'all want to know a little bit more before we hop into these topics? Maybe spill the beans about days gone. Oh, days gone. Uh, <laughs> so days gone. I absolutely love Days Gone, all right? So I was one of the people, I will not deny that, I was one of the people that said Days Gone can get gone because of the fact that it was not looking pretty whatsoever. But it was. I will say this, Sony not having a presence anywhere and suddenly showing up at PAX with this being their only big show-off, it was, the booth looked amazing, all right? It was really cool the way that they had, had the setup. And that that booth was busy all weekend. Like I was surprised I was able to sneak into the line on Sunday on the last day of the con to be able to actually play the game. And when I did, I was thoroughly surprised because the game feels like the best parts of The Last of Us mixed with the open world feel of a lot of the other other games. It definitely has the, you know, the the secret sauce of the cookie cutter aspect of Sony games third person over the uh third person shooter but the crafting the gunplay did feel really good the story is actually kind of interesting from the mission that i saw uh definitely kind of looking forward to how that all plays out with the character that i did see uh the crafting is definitely fun but the horde mode is the biggest plus and minus for me right the horde mode is cool because there's dedicated horde missions that you'll encounter in the story as well as there's also a dedicated horde mode and it's basically you versus a horde of like 300 of the freakers and you have to basically kill all of them without dying and you have to completely utilize your environment when when i saw them they were literally in a construction site in this big pit in this ditch and i saw that there was like uh oil drums all around i found open containers and all sorts of stuff like that so i literally ran up to this to this group started throwing molotovs in there set them on fire as they started running at me i blew up an oil tank and ran straight to the first con uh con uh construction container that i could see wedged myself in between and was shooting at them through the door as they try to force themselves through and kept having to run circles and and get them in the right way and after a while the hordes will actually start to break and instead of just following in one massive wave, they'll start breaking off in the environment and start hitting you from all these different angles. So you have to constantly be moving and changing how you're going after all of them. I died so many times, but it was actually really fun. So I got like 30 or 20 minutes with the game. So it was really, really some interesting quick time. I, I'm definitely more interested in the game now and really surprised at what Studio Ben did with that game. Hey, the yeah. only problem that I agree with for, for Soul is that the Horde mode is single player only and yeah. not online. Uh, and I know that that's a big uh, miss for some people for not having an online Horde mode, but it is still really good to have a Horde mode at all. Yeah, that's really, from what I've seen and observed, that's a really big miss on their part, which is, it's even bigger to right. affect because, like, it, does, it just doesn't dead. make sense. It yeah, just doesn't not. make sense to have 
have a horror mode and just have a single player. Right. And it's, it's even worse when you think about like a third party dev, not Ben themselves, a third party dev want to make it for them and they still denied it. Like this, it's like you're not taking any man part from your original team. It's someone else wants to do it for you and they still denied it from them. So like it's really a missed opportunity right there. It could have been something that could possibly rival gears or something along that line, like a decade horror mode to keep people interested, keep people invested in the game. But like this is the issue like Soy's philosophy is single player only like this influenced their decision on this. They won't keep it strictly single player. So in my opinion, they miss out on a big opportunity right here. Yeah, I totally feel where you're coming from. But it, it, it's definitely one of those things that were, it's definitely fun. I could see where it's going to turn off a lot of people on that aspect. But that out of the way, we definitely, I'm definitely looking more to what Days Gone comes out. Uh, definitely going to be interesting here soon. But Let's go ahead and hop into these topics, all right? So the first one we're going to talk about is Oscar nominations. That's right, people. It's Oscar season. We're going to talk about all the shows that are getting Oscar nominated. Actually, not really. We're only going to talk about the ones that actually matter because there are some really good ones that do matter. And probably one of the biggest ones that uh, surprised a lot of people was actually Mirai. And if you don't know Mirai, it was an animated film that came out earlier or late last year that was really well done it was about a young boy who kind of stumbles around and goes on this adventure with his younger sister from the future so she's you would think that she's the older sister no she's the younger sister from the future who's trying to protect her her older brother who gets lost and it kind of shows you know what what they get into and the story in the movie itself was just simply beautiful right it really was a beautiful film and it got nominated for an oscar and i was honestly surprised about that because it was nominated for the golden globes and i was really uh happy about that but now seeing that it was actually nominated for a oscar award is something special because very few anime films have been nominated for Oscars. All right. The last ones uh, really were Hayao Miyazaki's old films. And, and to give you an idea about the director of Mirai, you're talking about uh, the director who did The Girl Who Left Through Time, Wolf Children, The Boy and the Beast, that this film has an amazing visionary who stood behind it up there with, you know, Studio Ghibli and what they've done in the past. And for them to actually be nominated for an Oscar is, is amazing because we've slowly seen that the Oscars have been very old school and there's been slow changes to really appeal and have that Eastern aspect. Because last year we saw a couple nominations for directors and story writers of Japanese uh, animation as well as Japanese movies and stuff like that, which was a big change as well. Some of them have finally joined in on the Oscar nomination panel. And we actually talked about this, or I actually did a video on this almost a year ago. And now coming out now, seeing a film like this actually be after about a year be up there with some of the other big ones from this past year. It's a great thing to see. It really is a great thing to see that we're, we're starting to see that change so quickly. What are your thoughts on that guys? Yeah, there's really no negative to this unless you're a racist towards Japanese art <laughs> pretty much. But um, yeah, like for it just to be nominated alone is big because it's sure that people are actually starting to take this medium, this like 
form of uh, I guess animation seriously now. And it's not they're trying to get, they're getting past the stereotypes people label on it for so many years. But um yeah, this it's pretty cool. Like I'm I haven't seen this movie myself. I will people whenever I get the chance, but like just to even be mentioned up there with them, these other movies that are using Oscar, it's just it's great, it's great for um animators or all around. It gets it shows them that, it shows that there's hope for them. If they really put their heart into it, this their art form, what they were trying to create, they, it could be recognized in a, in a bigger um like it could be recognized in a bigger medium or like a broader audience. So yeah, bro, that's what I think about it. Definitely. Yeah, and and I mean to be fair, like even if this doesn't win, it's a great sign because think about the other nominees, which were you know most of the same nominees that were up for the Golden Globes. You know, it's going up against Incredibles two, it's going up against Isle of Dogs, Ralph breaks the internet, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Even still, just having a nomination like that, it shows what this did, especially for the Oscars. All right, like I said in the past, the Oscars have been very biased against anime films and anything like that and you gotta think uh momura hosuda it really is a visionary of a director so i'm glad that this film is getting the recognition that it deserves and i'm glad it got nominated uh up there with everything else um that was nominated now the other big surprise or no surprise if you're fans like us uh, or especially like soul who went and supported this film uh, seven times in a week black panther that's right the global phenomenon and cultural sensation the black superhero who created a movement himself black panther was nominated for seven count them seven oscar nominations the only other superhero movie to have more nominations than Black Panther is uh, The Dark Knight Rises. And that's the second film in the original Dark Knight trilogy with Heath Ledger's uh, Joker. And that film blew everyone away back in the day. And that's the only film that had a superhero film, especially that has more nominations than Black Panther. So that shows just what this film was able to accomplish all right there's no one who denies the success if anyone tries to downplay it no shut up all right shut up <laughs> i don't know what else to say just get, get out of here get the fuck out you can't but, you can't deny the success of black panther it just overall was it was a, a like monumental great movie so like yeah, it really was. It, it ha Like I said, th this was a movie that caused a cultural phenomenon and, and was such a huge sensation when it came out. You know? I, and and yeah. for it to have this many nominations, it's well-deserved. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I just don't... Like, you know, everybody on, like, Twitter or social media, or they like to hate on what's, what's hot, and people are saying it doesn't deserve it. Yeah, like overall, it's just like overall, it was a, it was a, it was a good movie. Of course, it had like, it had like some bad scenes, but overall, this was the only superhero movie where I legit seen people out and like walking around throwing up Wakanda forever. Come on, man! Like right, that, that, it was culturally moving. It moved. It like had people throw out so much stuff. Like you had people at dunk contest wearing Black Panther masks. Like for it, it'd be able to replace a dap for a brief moment of time. It just speaks volumes on the cultural impact this movie had. Because we already seen we seen various um variations of it as well. But like for on the scale Black Panther did, like you can discredit that. Like you can. Yeah. 
you might not like the movie, but overall it was a it was a really good movie. It was perceived well. So like at the end of the day, it, no, who who knows if it's gonna win best picture, but it was nominated. We don't like every everything that it was nominated for it deserved. It had it had one of the best soundtracks of all times. Even the soundtrack, yeah. the 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 rap album soundtrack came out with just Kendrick Lamar and his all his group, all his crew. It was amazing. So like you can't yep. discredit any of it. That that entire soundtrack fit each moment from everyone that was on it because you had Kendrick Lamar, you had, had Drake, you had Run the Jewels. Just so many people were a part of this soundtrack that wanted to to really sell this film, and it did. You know, agreed. I don't think it'll win Best Picture, but the fact that it got a nomination for Best Picture shows just how much it was well-deserved. Because under the Best Picture, there are, of course, the the movies that we're absolutely going to get nominated for. A Star is Born. Everyone loved A Star is Born. For those who didn't see the uh, movie with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, Green Book. I actually saw Green Book. I loved that movie because it talked about... um, a really big uh, musician back in the day. I can't think of it right now because the name is slipping my mind and I feel like an idiot. Uh, crap. Well, you know, it is what it is. I'll, f- I'll remember here shortly. Of course, Black Klansman. Black Klansman got a Best Picture Award nomination uh, for the Oscars. Spike Lee has deserved that accolade for so long. So long. And, so he, and he has yet to yet to get one. And Black Klansman absolutely deserved that. Yes, it was controversial. Yes, it was very so- heavily social commentary. But it was for a good damn reason. And he deserves that. It's he funny. got and Best Picture nomination. Well, and be- yes, that. it's based off a true story. Yeah. And he got Best Picture nomination and Best Director nomination. And he deserves that. Anyone who says otherwise can go piss off. And like I said, he's deserved this for a long time, but it said it took a movie that it could not avoid from to recognize it, though. But yeah, like there's there is no downside to the, the accomplishments that he has done with this movie. Don yeah. Shirley, that's who that's who the Green Book was about. Was Don Shirley? I can't believe I completely forgot about that. Yeah, but Black Panther had so many different nominations. It had original song. It had best picture. Original score. Uh, what else did it have? It had best sound editing, best sound mixing, had best costume design, which it did a hell of a job in, best production design, which it did great in. You know, there's a lot that this that this film did that it deserved. You know, yeah, the only the only you know other movie I would say that can contend with Black Panther and best costume design is Aquaman. So, but like. I don't. I still don't see. I don't. I still don't see Aquaman beating Black Panther in costume design. Because think about the think about the costume designs from all the scenes that exactly. that were there. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The costume design in Aquaman was next level. From Black Manta suit, from uh, uh, Aquaman suit himself, to of course having Ocean Master and everyone else that was in that film. You know, all those designs were beyond words, dude. Like, honestly, especially the design, because they had to make a, a a design for some of the, the trench scene for for the Tribe of the Trench before CG animated everything else. Like, that is badass, right? Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. But, like, it's just, 
like you know, Black Panther, they design they design clothing just for the casual people that you see walking down the street, the the kimono beads and stuff like that. It's just it was just I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't get mad if you know Aquaman is Aquaman even nominated. Oh, no, no. So for costume design, it's the ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, the favorite, Mary Poppins returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, if Black Panther doesn't win, I will be very upset. <laughs> I will agree. Makeup and hairstyling, though, it was not made. Uh, uh, it was not nominated for. That was Border, Mary Queen of Scots, and Vice. Okay. Yeah, but definitely a lot of well-deserved nominations up there for a lot of big shows that or movies that absolutely deserved it. They really did deserve it, and and I'm glad that that Black Panther got as many as it did. I'm glad that Mirai is up there and getting that recognition recognition for best animated film. I know it's probably going to go to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse because Spider-Man easily swept the Golden Globes, but I really hope Mirai pulls it out. Although you have, you know, Ralph breaks the internet and stuff like that, but you know, I'm pulling for Mirai because I want Mirai to win because, you know, Hosoda-san absolutely deserves it. The, the man is a visionary director right next to to Hayao Miyazaki as well as his partner who recently passed away last year. Yeah, be careful because you know these edge lords they, they want they want uh, uh, Spider Man to do great. So if you say anything negative about yeah. Spider Man or, or doesn't. Or you don't hope that it's gonna win, you're against it. Yo, twenty eighteen was like a year of fair weather Spider Man fans. Cause like before the game came it, out or announced, like it was whisper quiet in the Spider Man fandom except for the real hardcore. But as soon as that game dropped, the, oh, the, the Spider Man the Spider Man fans only came out after the success of Homecoming mm -hmm. and were riding high off of the, the MCU because no one was looking forward to Venom until after Venom came out and people were just like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. And they're just like, oh yeah, this is, this, this is so much better than anything else. No, shut up. You were not <laughs> looking forward to the film. We, me, you, Soul, we were like, we were very hesitant on Venom, but we were actually excited for it because we actually had hope that it would be better than everyone else who was dogging it. Op, you, Super mm -hmm. G, dogging it. Of course, Neth was dogging it like from the get-go. Me and Soul were just like, nah, give it. Yeah, you they did. Dogged you dogged it until man. you actually saw it, and then you're just like, "Wow, you guys were right." So, nah, Neth still dog. He's still the worst film he ever seen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, <laughs> Neth was still dogging, but Op took that L when he came out. And he just like, "Yo, this was not as bad as anyone said." He's like, "I don't know what y'all talk about now." I don't give a fuck. I enjoy that movie. I don't care. It's <laughs> for real, man. And then after Venom, then we had the Spider-Man for PS4, which a lot of people really enjoyed and and liked that. And then after that, you know, we got uh, shortly right after that, of course, we got Spider-Man into the universe uh, into the Spider-Verse, which if you're not a comic book fan, you would not really thoroughly enjoy that film. Like you'll still enjoy it because it's an animated film and it's for everyone, but you would not understand the nuances or love that came out of that film without knowing the real history of it. Yeah, they do a pretty good job of bringing like a little bit up to speed about some of the new characters they have, like, you know, some, all of them, but like still, like if you're not like, as invested as in these characters, like the actual hardcore, or some of the fans are, you're gonna miss some of the nuances as well. Like you said, yeah, you know, like, what the what the hell is this? What is going on here? Why are they got why do they got pigs? Why do they got anime right. characters? What is this? <laughs> so, oh yeah, Peter Porker. Everyone loves Spider Ham. Good old Spider Ham. Ah, but yeah, 2018 was a very weird weird year for for Spider Man because it, it as he put it, there was a lot of fair weather. 
fair weather Spider-Man fans. And that that's the thing that sucks is that Spider-Man is one of the most iconic superheroes. He deserved to have a lot more of a reception. And the true Spider-Man fans were definitely there, but everyone else was just kind of like riding the wave. And that's that's not how it should be. Right. If you can represent, represent from a jump, they'll get on when it's easy and breezy. No, yeah. that's the best that's the best time to do beautiful it. cover girl like, they try to act like they've been there from the, the, the very beginning like, yeah, i've been there the since since a, amazing spider-man or yeah. like spider or look, sam look, i'm still i'm blah, blah, blah. my my favorite storyline for spider-man is still the superior spider-man and people don't even know about superior spider-man they don't even know yeah, who that is yeah, it's pretty yeah. underrated yep they, who i was like people still don't know yeah Understand. They don't know Superior Spider-Man, nor do they know Back in Black. They don't know the storyline to Back in Black. The reason why he put back on the symbiote suit. It is okay, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of people still like you know when, because isn't Superior? Because I don't, I don't know much about Superior Spider-Man, but isn't that that's not even Peter Parker? Correct? No, it. That's the thing. It is Peter Parker. Oh, it but is. What it, it it is Peter Parker, but it's the fact that Doc Ock actually took over his mind and uh, actually okay. proved that yeah. he could be a better spider-man than peter was and he, he really showed did, in every yeah he really did he really was a better spider-man and it's because that you know doc hawk had this weird infatuation with aunt may and you know let's not get to that part uh, especially when he was in peter's peter's body but when when peter finally realized what doc hawk was trying to do he said he said let me he's like let me try and do better he's like let me take back and Doc Ock said, okay. He's like, you admitted that I'm better than you and gave back his body. That's where we got the 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 black and uh the black and red with the t- tint of gold Spider-Man suit that also had the uh the legs on the back of it, similar to the Iron Spider outfit. I was like, that was also in the Superior Spider-Man because Doc Ock invented those spider legs for Peter's suit. Yeah, probably the best part of the comic. I was like, like and Doc, I was like, you have all, you're like, you're just intelligent. You have all these resources and you're doing jack shit with them. It's like, hey, you know, you're right. And it creates Parker Industries having with it and whatnot. But it's like, yeah, it was really basically, basically. Yeah. Yep. And that basically was set up where we're currently now in the ultimate universe. Mm-hmm. We got three Spider-Mans going on. I need to get back to the ultimate. confusing for a lot of people. It's been too long. Yeah. It really has been too long. But Enough about the Oscar nominations. We definitely got talked about what we want to talk about. Now, jumping from the Oscar nominations, we're going to continue with our comic book talk about, and that's trailers, right? And the most important one that we recently got was the new Shazam trailer. And I got to say, while there wasn't too much new in this trailer, they definitely added a little bit more of the character. And I... It made me laugh because so you were right um, because they did cut two different they cut two so yeah they come back together. To the original trailer yeah, they and together. they cut yeah. they cut two different they cut two different scenes from two different convenience stores but yep. in the trailer they showed Billy Batson in in his Shazam form at this go at the convenience store buying beer. And I was like, I knew it, man, because it just didn't make it. It was like he had beer in this thing. What is going on? And I was like, I was like, uh, maybe it's too. In the very next scene, he's got soda. Yep, you noticed, yeah. I was like, uh, okay, I, I see <laughs> what they did there. They they, they were smooth criminals. <laughs> I like, okay, I like it. Yeah, right. And, and it makes me laugh because of the fact that it, it's it's what every young 
teenager or young kid would absolutely do if they could pull off looking like yes, an adult. And, and just yeah, just the beer. interaction just made me laugh. Yeah, it's like, let's go get some beer. Yeah, let's do it. But the interaction is what made me laugh is you just see them like all bright, sunshiny, and bushy tail with that wide smile. Just, I'd like your finest beer, please. And the girls at the store is just like, it's over there. Just go, go grab like, it. Yeah, you're like, weirdo. Yeah. It's like, you're stupid. Just go. Well, like, what I was just there? laughing. Like, I was like, go. Uh, yeah, but like, the fact that like, they even add that part of the movie, like Shazam, like, this is the dream of almost any little kid, like being an adult body, doing adult things. One of them we I think he part. even... I think he even tried to talk to the girl in the first trailer. He yeah, yeah. Well, remember after they after they stopped the robbery and they 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 have all the snacks and so as you see those two cute girls walk by and she's like, "Hey, I'm a superhero." Oh yeah, like, yep. yeah. He tried to try to spit at him. But like, just to, uh, just to open the scene of that first trailer. I mean, the second trailer was good. It, like didn't open up where you know like Billy jumping off like a cliff and then he he called out for Suzanne. Shoot. Shoot! Shoot! I know, <laughs> dude, like, I'm sorry. That's a little like that's the scenes for now. One, it was. It was, it was a, uh, I see a lot of. I see some people complaining. Like me, like they don't like the you know the smoke that that happens. They like they like you know the more comic book look where he just it's just electricity. But you know people like to nitpick. Yeah, that's true. Like they the fact that they gone this the far and above and beyond like show this aspect of Billy Bass and going from a kid to a superhero. Him just like. Just coping with it shows how much depth they actually put in a movie. Because like one, he's he's a superhero as a kid, and two, being adult with like he's an adult body with a child mind in it. And for him to actually properly portray that throughout the trailers that we've seen so far, really shows they actually know what they're doing the source material and actually know it's, what they're doing as far as adapting. I said we got we got to get credit to the 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 goat Chuck himself. So. Yep, no no denying that man. Yeah, but it. I mean, Pete. Like, like I've been saying is that people forget is that Billy Batson and Shazam is literally the fantasy that everyone has is if you were a kid that could have superpowers, you know, what would you do with it? It's meant to be lighthearted. Yes, it's going to have its action. Yes, it's going to have its serious moments. But at the heart of it, Shazam is is a lighthearted series because of the fact that it follows that that fantasy of a kid being able to do anything he could have wanted, you know? People need to realize that about the story. Like people were just saying, "Oh, this is too comedic. It's too stupid." You don't know Shazam. Shut exactly. up. I Shazam is honestly has always been my favorite DC superhero besides Green Lantern and the Flash. Or not, uh, not Green Lantern. I was always a Green Arrow fan because I liked the comedy of Green Arrow, and then I always liked Flash. Him, those two together were always great. I was like, my favorite Green Lantern though was always Hal Jordan. I know y'all are Green uh, John Stewart fans. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna stick to how Jordan, but you know, Shazam has always been my top because of the fact that I love Billy Batson, you know, because when I read it, I was a kid, I was just like, Oh, if I could be a superhero, what would I do? And, you know, seeing Billy and what his brother and sister would do as, you know, miss, uh, miss Shazam and captain Shazam and everything else, you know, when, uh, uh, or miss Marvel, then he was Captain Marvel, and then he had Mr. Marvel before they had to change the name to Shazam after the whole uh, Marvel uh, copyright lawsuit and everything um, for that. But, you know, Shazam was always just one of my favorite. You know, I've always loved him, and people now coming out about him, they don't even know the origins of Shazam. They don't even understand why, why Black Adam hates Shazam. They really don't. 
and that's what that's what irks me and that's why i'm excited for the the black adam film like i'm glad they're making him more of an anti-hero because that's how he's always been he just really hates billy because of the fact that he d- doesn't think that billy deserves the power that the grand wizard gave him it's just yeah. one of those things man yeah yeah, no, no. Like, yeah a lot of people just yeah a lot of people don't just understand you know black adam most of the time he only he only you know pops up if he feels there's a threat to his homeland so yep he's very much a he he defends his his country and his people first other than that black adam doesn't go out and do a lot you know black adam's very it's like hey you don't mess with me i don't mess with you basically basically except when shazam is stupid or when shazam can't handle it and he needs to show up shazam that's when he also shows up. He just hates Shazam now, in general. So. Yeah, pretty much. And that's because of the Grand Wizard. And when he found out the truth about Billy, he hates him even more. Now, hopping on over from the comic side, we're going to head on over to another classic here. And that's Bumblebee. If you were here two weeks ago, we were talking about the success of Bumblebee and the Transformers franchise and IP. Now that Michael Bay is no longer at the helm. And man was Bumblebee just an amazing film. Up, I know you were going to go see it shortly after we talked about it. Did you actually go see it? Unfortunately, no plans didn't go as, as I well planned because some things came up, had to have a family out, but uh, who knows what I'll be able to see at this point. But like, as far as the movie, from observation standpoint, it's great that Bumblebee has hit this massive success, ah, massive success to a degree because you have to look at it like, it actually rejuvenates some of the passion in the OG fans for Transformers and was still able to bring in new fans as well. Of course, like I said, I haven't been able to see it yet, but like it's looking real good for them, the future of this IP they're doing. It feels like they're actually steering the right correction, in the proper direction from their previous like saga that they're running. So yeah, I'm really hopeful for the IP. It's looking good. Can't wait to see whenever I get a chance. I know. I it is absolutely well worth the chance if you love Transformers, if you were a fan of the OG first gen, you want to go and check out these films. You really do because it does add a lot of new excitement for what's going to be coming with Transformers. It really does add a lot, yeah. and I'm I'm looking forward to this to the fact that it was confirmed for already having the sequel due to its success, and that is good news to hear on a film that a lot of people were not sure about. I'm absolutely glad that it's getting this attention. I'm absolutely glad that it's uh, that it's getting a sequel because where it ended, it was definitely a good end. But you, there's definitely a lot more of wanting to come afterwards, and I'm glad that it's getting that. It deserves it in every aspect, and I'm really excited to see what's going to come with the future of this of this film franchise. I hope they go back and go back to the origins of the first gen. Hopefully we get to see more of Cybertron this time around as well as I hope that maybe we get to see more of some of our other classics. I know uh, a lot of people really want Ironhide back. Maybe we'll get our first look at uh, you know uh, some of the others. There's just any number of possibilities. I really do hope that the biggest thing is that they show off more Cybertron. I really want them to, yeah. to sh- show how they're going to do that. Yeah, I was actually a little bit worried that um, Aquaman was going to curse up the other movies released in the same time frame. But like from seeing the box office and whatnot, like they actually, some of these movies actually did pretty well for themselves, especially Bumblebee and um, Into the Spider-Verse. Because it wasn't reported like Into the Spider-Verse made like three times their their budget for the movie, something like that. Yeah, they, they had three times the budget. And yes, they Aquaman completely 
killed it in the box office for the whole, you know, it's still oh, running. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But surprisingly, that did not hurt Bumblebee in any way, shape, or form. It was still right. holding steady throughout the week. Which I'm most excited about because I was a little worried about that because I didn't want to, like, I'm pretty sure these are good movies that don't want to get overshadowed by, I guess, DC's, like, quote-unquote resurgence that are having right now. Exactly. And speaking of resurgence, there's a character that not a lot of people were aware of is getting her own TV show. That's right. I said her. And if you aren't aware, DC's biggest success has always been their TV shows on the CW. If you aren't watching any of the Arrowverse shows, trust me, you want to make sure you are. And every year they have an annual crossover amongst all their shows, right? Well, this past year, they had their annual crossover called the Elseworlds Storyline. And Elseworlds was the name of the comic series where they're able to go a little bit more extreme in the multiverse and do a lot of unique stories that you wouldn't see too much in the main continuity or even some of their multiverse uh, shows that tie or comic stories that tie into the main uh, timeline of, I think it's Earth 37 Prime, I think is currently the, uh, no, no, no. I can't remember where we are in the multiverse anymore. There's been so many rewrites and destroyed Earths and switching. I think there was a point where we were 177 and then it was Earth 73 and then, of course, Earth 3 for the longest time. And then after Crisis and, and now after uh, the DC Metal event, I don't know where we are anymore. Uh, so can you give me an idea on where we are currently? And in, Because in I know you being our I, resident I, king of comics. I'm going to be real with you. I haven't watched uh, CW shows in a while. Well, a I'm while. not talking about the CW show. I'm saying uh, in the comics. Do you know what Earth is the main Earth uh, that we're currently on? Um, I think it, it should just be Earth Prime. The, the Prime Is one. it Earth Prime? Is there it Prime one be, now? Okay. It should just be that one. Okay. So that is the main one in here. But... In the Elseworlds storyline, they set up quite a bit of stuff. We got to see the Flash and Green Arrow switch bodies and uh, end up using each other's powers and skills and, and going through that as they try to write everything in the world. But they teased and made a heavy emphasis on the Bat family because they went to Gotham and they were talking about the legend of the Batman. Literally, they spent the entire three episodes from crossover between flash arrow and supergirl all talking about the batman the batman the batman they even showed off the bat signal and everything above uh gotham pd and they're just like see batman exists he's just like no he's a legend i'm the original vigilante all the good stuff just kind of poking fun at it and lo and behold we've been hearing about her making an appearance for so long that she was casted ruby rose made her on-screen debut as Kate Kane, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne's cousin. But more importantly, she is the red-headed, fiery Bat family member known as Batwoman. And my God, did did Ruby Rose really kill it in that, in that little appearance that she showed off? They didn't put much of her in there, but they definitely gave enough hint and tease of her in, and gave enough showing of her in that event and just recently, they confirmed that the next big event that they're setting up is Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I'm absolutely excited for them to do that event because Crisis on Infinite Earths was probably one of my favorite comic events for DC. Also because that's where they also fixed 
Superman from being so goddamn broken. All right. Pre-crisis, Superman was so OP, it's not even funny. Post-crisis, yeah. he's still broken, but he's a little bit more contained. He can be dealt with but, still. He can be dealt with. But yeah, pre-crisis, no, no. Nobody wants no. that Superman. No, no more. No more pre-crisis Superman, please. God, no. But after the event, they, the CW did come out and confirm, and Greg Berlanti actually made the announcement that Ruby Rose would officially be joining the Arrowverse and the CW family by getting her own spinoff series for doing Batwoman. And I was absolutely excited about this because I thought she was perfect for the role. There was so much hate that came out for her playing the role well before that she had to turn off Twitter. And I was so mad about that because of the fact that I thought she was perfect for playing Kate Kane. You know, for the Kate Kane that everyone knows nowadays, she really is the perfect person to play it. Kate Kane is strong. She's very assertive. She's lesbian. You know, that that's a big thing. She was the first openly gay character in DC. Of course, we had plenty in Marvel. But for DC, it was a big impact. And, and having Ruby Rose to spearhead that, I was all for. You know, she takes pride in, in that aspect and giving a character with that same appeal, but it not defining her because she did not want to make a play on that or over assert that aspect. I love that. And everyone gave her so much crap and it was the worst thing. But when they made this announcement shortly this past week, they also made the announcement of some very big character uh, casts being made. And you'd be surprised at who they have. So Megan Tandy, who was in Jane by Design, and she was in Teen Wolf, was being set to play Sophie Moore. We have Cameris Jackson, who was in, or Johnson, my bad, Cameris Johnson, was in Luke Cage. He was in that, uh, in that TV show. And of course, we also had um, Nicole King, who was in You. And Nicole King will be playing Mary Hamilton, and Cameris Johnson will be playing Luke Fox. So they have some very strong characters already being brought up. Like Cameron Johnson playing Lucius? Like, come on. He's playing Lucius. You know, Bruce Wayne's, you know, that that's the man on his inside who does all the R&D for everything that the Batman does. You know, that's awesome. Who wouldn't want that? Did y'all guys get a chance to look at look at the casting of who's going to be in this show? Yeah, I think uh, a little bit before the show. They actually matched pretty well, more than I thought it would be. Of course, I'm not, I'm not as that much familiar with these characters as, of course, you are bloody, and I'm not big on CW as well, because like after like the third season of Arrow and like probably the third or fourth season of Flash, I'm like, I can't do this no more. Well, I'll jump back in it maybe one day. Well I now. would definitely, I would recommend it. I, I will say this, yes, they definitely had their season seasons where they were slower and there were some that were just kind of off-putting there's no denying that mm -hmm. but they did pick up like after i think season four of arrow after the the racial ghoul storyline they did another one and that one kind of felt slow and then they brought back uh dead um dead shot and then everything from there and deathstroke he came back and had a big storyline that kind of helped. And then they had the Prometheus storyline and then uh, the Renegade. Uh, so they definitely had a lot of storylines that started to pick up compared to how it was in, in probably season three. And then season four, you know, with Savitar for the Flash was a really hard 
hard season. And then, of course, not a lot of people like the thinker. You know, they they did have some very slow seasons because mm-hmm. they ended up falling back to that that monster of the week, villain of the week kind of style. Uh, style. But things have been picking up with all the series overall, and I'm really glad that they are because they are absolutely wonderful. That's good, but like now DC Universe is a thing. Like I just finished Titans. It's gonna be hard to go back to CW shows after like witnessing Titans at this point for me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Man, they're so good. I, I like the quality. Just yes. Thanks Ooh, for the beer and balloons, bro. It's always always good, mate. Cheers, cheers. I I won't deny that because y'all keep talking about Titans, and that's the only thing that besides, uh, of course, uh, Young Justice. Besides, of course, yeah, Young Justice Outsiders. That's trying to that's getting me to to want to get it, but I was like, I don't want to drop the money on that. I was like, I want to binge it all. I want to binge it all at one go. Well, next weekend you should be able to avenge it because I think that's when they wrap up releasing Young Justice uh, Three. I think. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cop that seven, seven day free trial, and I'm gonna binge everything in a, in a week. I was like, I'll binge in two days, all the Titans and all of Young Justice. I don't know about the Titans. Won't be seeing Young Justice, yeah. <laughs> oh no, trust me, I'll binge all of Young, or I'll binge all of Titans in two days. Watch me. Oh man, but um, yeah, like DC subscriptions is definitely a good cop. But, like, no lie, like. This comes from like outside looking in. I wouldn't mind if they scrapped the um, CW era, CW on shows and just like reproduce them with the quality I did with the beat, with the quality I did with Titans and whatnot. Because like just, I just I can't go back. I, to I would. Point. I just don't want to go back. It it would be dope. I I would. I don't know. It'd be hard for me to say that, but I, I would like to. <laughs> I would. I would like. I would like for them to see what they can do if they put a. Uh, a uh, a show from CW on you know the DC streaming service and like up the quality and like you know the the rating and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that that would be interesting because if they have Greg Berlanti and his 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 group of writers and his production company and gave them an increased budget, I would love and a little bit more freedom in the story. I would love to see what they're capable of because we've seen it with Black Lightning. It's it's definitely possible because of black lightning they ain't afraid to kill people they they do it very often yeah, like they, they he, he, be, he be fucking up some dudes no lie he be fucking them up so it, it's definitely it's definitely a possibility i would love to see them do that but who knows yeah, well, there's only time would tell you know we got later and down the road we got doom patrol we got uh we got a animated Harley Quinn show that they say it's gonna be like explicit. Uh, what else? Yep. Um, and I think there's like one more. I just forgot though. Uh, I don't know. There, there's quite a few things, but from there, we're gonna go ahead and hop on over from our comic book news all the way over to our anime news because we got plenty of anime fans coming through, and I know that there's something that we want to talk about because it came out a week ago. This film has been set in records. We've all been talking about it heavily in our in our private DMs, and uh, I've already seen it four times. I won't lie. I've I've done I've done paid my share of watching this film. Dragon Ball Super, Super Broly, man. Do you think that that a Dragon Ball film would be the third highest grossing animated film of all time? No, this was definitely a surprise for me. Uh, for me, yep. not for not not for me, not for me. Dragon Ball fandom is just you, too massive. So you got a point there. 
It wasn't really. I mean, every let, let's be honest though. Everyone's a Dragon Ball fan, like in some way, like uh, and y'all, y'all can y'all y'all can admit to this as well as to a lot of people I know is that every person loves Dragon Ball, whether you white, whether you black, whether you Mexican, whether you Asian. Everyone likes Dragon Ball. Like that is the one anime that everyone knows to some degree and likes. To the some to, even to the point where some people don't even consider it an anime. People just yeah, like, right. Uh, oh, yeah, that old cartoon. I watched Yeah, that cartoon. Yeah, I watched it before. Yeah, I seen. I seen like my kids watch it. it Look good. Like grandmoms know what Dragon Ball is. Like so. Is that the only yeah. man? Yeah. The only the only the only anime that's bigger than that is Pokemon. Yeah. D- you you're not wrong. Like those two literally are so big that people don't even consider them animes and yet they they are those those are so huge that everyone knows them but yeah just the the success of it 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 wasn't a surprise because i like i already knew that so many people were going to go see it when i went to the theater it was nothing but cosplay galore there and it was i mean if any if anyone follows me on my social media especially on my instagram i had my I had my Vegeta. I am the hype shirt. I have my capsule court beanie on. Like I was done up for this hey, film. Hey, I hey, wouldn't. I, I peeped that Dragon Ball Z abridged meme. I got you, bro. I peeped that. Yeah, I am the hype. I was mm-hmm. all for it. <laughs> I was. I was even. I was even so debating on whether I wanted to draw the Majin Buu symbol on my on my forehead or not. I was oh, really wow. tempted to, bro. You should have done it. I was going. You should have. I was going to. <laughs> I wanted to. Missed opportunity. Damn. <laughs> It was a missed opportunity. I was legit going to draw the margin symbol because I had I had Vegeta on my shirt. I had the Castle Court beanie. So I was like, I was repping for him and Bulma. I was like, I really want to do this. I should totally do this. But I was just like, I don't have any sort of like body paint. And I was like, and I don't have a a uh, sketch to do it. And I was like, I know I'm going to mess this up if I try drawing it in a mirror. Man, you should got that black sharpie and drew that shit on your forehead. Trying to be all Dude, just draw that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just don't even just do it with a black sharpie. Permanent marker that bitch. Mm-hmm. That's what real fans do. Just eyeball it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the film, uh, the film was was so it was good. All right, I won't deny it, it was so good. But I have my issues with this film. I will not say it was perfect. I will not oh, say yeah, it was I had issues. I got issues too. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And 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 we're gonna talk about that right now, okay? But to, to to get in first before we get into that is is as I was saying, this film, Dragon Ball, is now the third highest grossing anime film of all time in the US. All right. So, so it be this earned, first movie. Uh I believe it is currently b- behind. Uh, your name, Spirited Away, and then I believe, yes, it beat Pokemon first movie. So it's wow. just behind your name and Spirited Away. So it now owns the third highest grossing, beating the original Pokemon film. Damn, it beat Pokemon. Shit. Yep. And your name surprised everyone when it beat Spirited Away because no one ever thought Spirited Away would ever lose that that, to- that crown. But I'll say this, your name absolutely deserved it. That was a beautiful movie. It made me cry. It made me cry so many, so many I need times. To watch it since it's because that's num- your name is number one, right? Yep. And speaking does of it, your name, that also came up the same. 
It does have a dub. It does indeed. As so well, dope. speaking of your name, and that was the same. Me and my girl watch it. Oh, y'all will both y'all both be crying. You will straight up both be crying. It it is a sweet, amazing romance film. But your name was came out in 2017. That came out the same year as A Silent Voice. And for those who aren't aware, for A Silent Voice, little PSA here: uh, FathomEvents.com. If you go to Fathom Events, that on the 28th and 29th of this of this month. or the 31st, the 28th and 31st of, of January, Fathom Events is going to be hosting a silent voice in both sub and dub at select cinemas. So if you go to fathomevents.com, you want to make sure that you check and see if it is going to be hosted in your local area because a silent, fi- a silent voice was a beautiful movie, handled some very, very mature and serious topics in a very realistic and wonderful way. I actually watched it uh, and streamed it with my mother and actually straight up ugly cried like i was crying in front of my mom and she was actually enjoying the film baby you okay just a show (laughs) oh no 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 when i first put it on she's like oh is this one of those korean or japanese uh tv shows i was like yeah i was like you remember i was like pokemon and and sailor moon all that when me and the girls were younger she's like okay and she actually sat down there started getting used to reading the subs and i i was straight ugly crying like like holding on to my mom and she was just like petting me and she was like tearing up too at the end it was such a great movie but they are they are doing a special showing so if you do want to see that film absolutely go here and check it out i believe that later on this year they are going to be doing another uh event showing of your name of course i do believe it is also out on blu-ray and dvd so you want to check that out as well so little psa moment there but yes back to dragon ball right behind those films yeah, back to Dragon Ball, right behind some of the greatest film uh, animated films of all time and beat surprisingly beat Pokemon. That just goes to show the power of Dragon Ball. Because honestly, you know, Spirited Away and Dragon Ball first movie, I didn't ever think those films were going to get topped ever. Yeah, nah, I agree. I thought I thought the Broly movie was going to stop at four, number four. Or number five, because I didn't I didn't think it was gonna beat the Pokemon first movie. Cause that movie, even back in the day, was just so huge. Like mm-hmm. yes, yes, it was because you had originally the first top, the original top three before your name uh overtook everything was Spirited Away, Pokemon first movie, and then Pokemon the movie 2000, which is the one that had Moltres, Zapdos, Lugia, and uh Articuno. That was the yep. one following that one. Which was also a really good one because I remember when that came out, they had all the little, uh, if you went to like Burger King or anything, they had the special little uh, toys where you can get, that had the balls of all the legendary birds. Yep. And that's when they I first remember. started giving away the uh, the Lugia cards and special uh, packages or promo packs with the with tickets to the film. I, I, I remember that. That's how young I was. I think I still have some amazing, of those two, to be honest. It was amazing. It's a great time to be a kid at the at the rise of Pokemon. We saw the rise of Pokemon. Y'all kid, y'all youngins don't know about Pokemon like we do. Yeah, they got the weird Pokemon now. I don't know what it is. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing. The new I mean, Pokemon. to be to be fair, they have a Pokemon called Chandelure that's just a chandelier. They I have Vanilla, which is but they have Vanilla, which is just a Sunday, a vanilla Sunday. 
Yeah, Pokemon is 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 a shell of this form itself. They wild. I, I don't. I, they they they've come. They've got. They've made so many things like crap. We're out of names. Like fuck, we're out. We're out getting, start making up stuff. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, name right? a. We're gonna name a Pokemon banana. It's just gonna be a. <laughs> it's gonna be something stupid. Granted, some of I mean, hey, well, what about uh? There, there's Gumshoe, right? And it's a. It looks like a mongoose ferret that could walk, and it looks like it's a. It's a detective, and it's called Gumshoe. I'm just like, oh great, Gumshoe. Really, you're gonna give it the name of a a nickname for a detective and make it look like it's a detective? Really? Come on now. There's actually a Pokemon that's a literal mini trash heap walking around. I think it's based yeah. off. Of- no, no, sure. no, no, no. There's a Pokemon that's literally just a set of keys. Why? Oh, no, worse. Oh, There's no. a Pokemon that's fucking gears. Just spinning. Like a little I remember that shit. I remember that. I remember that shit. <laughs> man, they, they are wilding right now. Hey, man. You know, them Pokemon fans go eat up anything. Hell yeah! I'm just waiting. That's what it, that's what it is. It's called cleft key. It's literally just a ring of keys, and its whole thing is that it likes to steal people's keys. Why? I'm pretty sure so Pokemon. Dumb. It's the biggest um, anime like IP out there, but it's probably one of the most biggest mismanaged ones as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it really the because they're like be trying, so they're like better. they're trying to keep it going, and they're like, "Crap, we are out of names of Pokemon." They're like, "What else can we turn into a Pokemon?" It's not even that. It's just like the biggest part for me is the damn show. Like it has so much potential. You remember that um mini offshoot they did with um the Mega Evolution? I forgot what it was called. It was something they're doing. Oh, you mean the one, the the one where they followed the story of Red? Yeah, I think it's Pokemon Evolution, something like that. I can't remember. I, that, I think it was, but there was there was, a, there was an offshoot of of Pokemon that followed Red's story, and Red is 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 a boss. You know, mm-hmm. Red ain't no bitch. Like Ash, Ash is a little punk. All right, let's let's be honest. Ash didn't never accomplish anything. He didn't really shit. No, he 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 can't. He ain't never won a championship. He ain't never collected all the damn Pokemon. He keeps getting distracted. The kid's forever ten, yet lived enough through like eight years. Like what the, what the fuck? I just yeah, I don't understand Ash. Like what's I I don't either. But man, at least Red Story. At least he destroyed everyone. He made Blue his bitch. He was fucking green. Like. He he didn't take no shit. Red is a boss. Red is a boss. And he was the one who found, who discovered the first Mega Evolutions because he made Mega Evolution Charizard. Yep, I remember that. Yep. Because dude's a boss. Like Red. Red is the man. Red is the goat. Like anyone else can just like suck it. Not even gold can stand up to red. Hey now. Hey, no. Hey, no. The names hey. are just hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean that—that's going based off the names of of the uh, trainers from from the uh, games because that was their actual name is like red, and then you had blue, and then the girl that came later on that her name's green, uh, and then and uh, gold and silver. You actually had gold and silver, and then I think it was come ruby and sapphire that they started getting different names. I can't remember, uh, but that's when they actually started having actual names. But Ruby and Silver, or Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald, I think were the last ones. I, no, I played Diamond and Pearl. Those were the, Gen 4 was the last good generation. Everything after that was, I don't know what they're doing anymore. For me, my last was Black and White, which actually... Black and, and White bright. was pretty good. Yeah, but that's, when they, but that's when they introduced them. But that, that, then, yeah, that, that's when they started wilding because it was Black and White, and then you had Black and White, Black, uh, Black, Black 2 and White 2, and then you had X and Y, and then 
then they did Sun and Moon, and now Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Yeah. So it's like, like you know what? We're just gonna keep throwing these ultras out. We're gonna go the Capcom route. Yeah. Little Loki just one point five uh, of the original game. Basically. But man, it okay, we, we, we went on a Pokemon tangent, damn it. <laughs> we didn't stop this. Stop it. Order. Order the court. Order the court. Back to Dragon Ball. Go left. We go left. We we went so far left, we went right. Don't. Don't. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Broly, okay. I again I love the film. Don't get me wrong. I loved it, but I had my issues with it. My biggest issue was the story. Okay. Here's the thing. I was going, I went into this film knowing that they were retconning and changing a lot of things. The biggest thing is that they were making Dragon Ball Minus canon. They were redoing uh Bardock, father of Goku, and then as well as they were also redoing the origins of Broly. Now, when they when they made Dragon Ball minus canon, because he's just like, oh yeah, I like that, and then he did did his interpretation for the manga offshoot of Dragon Ball minus, and now they made it officially into the to the movie. Akira Toriyama has an issue with with female characters because he forgot about Launch, who was a strong female character until she randomly showed up in the Boo saga. And everyone completely forgot about her, and she was just a random truck driver. And they're like, oh, hey, look, it's launch. And no one questioned the fact that she's been gone for almost 20, 30 years since she disappeared in the middle of Dragon Ball. He stopped using Videl and Super and basically made her just a normal at-home wife after she was a, was pretty hardcore. Back she legit learned how the, to fly. She's like the only human that knew how to fly. Yep. I she, she was one. No, she was one of the few humans who did because remember Yamcha, Tien, uh, and some of the Z Warriors were all humans who could fly. Krillin can fly. So can Master Roshi, Chaozu, and then Tien. But I guess Tien's a little bit different because he's like half he's ogre or whatever. Yeah, what the yeah. hell is Chaozu anyway? No, uh, I don't know. know. I, I really don't know. Chaozu's Chaozu. That's all. That's all you need to know. Oh, Chaozu's Chaozu. He's a Pokemon. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> he, he is. He's a. Yeah, he's he's basically a Pokemon at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you watch Dragon Ball's uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged, he's basically a Pokemon. Yep. Never gonna let that one go. <laughs> Never. Vegeta, look, a Pokemon. I'm gonna hit a critical. <laughs> don't, don't, if we bring out, we're never gonna leave Dragon Ball to see a bridge alone on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But with the thing is, he added Gine into the into there, and Gine had all of like eight nine lines, and then she was like one of two female Sans. He had one background character, and that was it. No more, no more females. And it annoyed me because he really doesn't know how to use strong female characters. Even 18. 18 had moments where she was like super badass in, in Cell Saga. She was again badass, of course, in the Boo Saga. But during during Dragon Ball Super, she had moments where she was very much housewife. And, you know, she was just there kind of goading Krillin into doing something. And then she didn't get her shine until the... Uh, tournament of power story arc you know it, it's like why why does he have such a hard time with females and i know he's admitted in the past but it's it's one of those things he's had strong female characters hell even chi chi and bulma were strong during the early days well bulma was kind of comedic and used as you know 
sexual harassment uh, for poor Roshi, but high I mean, key. she kind of did it to herself. High key. <laughs> it, yeah, high key, straight up. But, you know, even in her old days, she was still, she's, woman's a cougar. Let's, let's, let's not even play it. She's straight up, she acts like a MILF half the time. <laughs> and not, I mean, she gets it from her mom. Let's be honest, though. Can't deny that. Can't, can't deny that. Nope. Can't deny that. But it, it's one of those characters. Is like she, she had, she took no crap. I mean, she was a bit of a whiny ass and 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 Dragon Ball, and then had some moments in Z. But there were times where she was definitely like doing work. And Chi Chi, Chi Chi was hardcore back in Dragon Ball Z. You know, she was a warrior princess, and you know, she fought Goku and and multiple world tournaments until he finally married her. And then come Z, she was just you know very much housewife and and everything else, and she she was yeah, just kind of there. Yeah, she got nerfed to hell. Mm -hmm. So well, much so that her son, as a kid, said, "Shut up, mom! I'm going with them." And she's like, "Wow, all right then." And then he left for Namek. Doesn't she's like turn just need help with the story? Like, is there, are there like aren't the people on his team that handles anime or movies? Or whatever. He doesn't have a continuity writer. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. It's so inconsistent, and that's and why the movies help. before were so non-canon. And now that the 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 issue I have with with Broly is that they try to add too much and 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 reset retcon a lot and make afford continuity going forward, and that helped and that hurt it because they rewrote the origins of Goku, Vegeta, and Broly. Now, when Goku and Vegeta were kids, they were and the incubation pods, they weren't children. When when they were sent off of Planet Vegeta, they were several years old. You know, Goku when Bardock showed up after being called back to Planet Vegeta and everything, he was probably about four or five, which changes the entire beginning of Dragon Ball. When Grandpa Gohan found him, he was a baby. You know, now he's a young kid. That changes a lot of the time frame on when he was trained by Grandpa Gohan and when he died. It, yes, they really. followed with the story. It doesn't. It was. It doesn't really change that that aspect of it because during that time too much, but it still does. Because during the time we know that he got, he was trained by Grandpa Gohan. Uh, Goku and turned Azaru. Uh, he, he fell off a cliff, got amnesia. He turned Azaru and killed Grandpa Gohan. Yeah, but it, it does. But, it's not I much. Mean, it's still, it, but it's still, it's still a change that's kind of annoying. Because it, it changes the, the years of when everything happened a bit. Then we got to see Vegeta. They changed Vegeta as a kid, and it was not for the better. Because when they when they announced that Planet Vegeta was blown up, Vegeta, his only, his only issue was, now I'll never be king. No, like Vegeta in the original Broly film was very much, he saw everything that was going on. He was very like passionate about following in his father's footsteps. He would not have been a little brat like that. That would not have been his his reaction, and I didn't I did not like that change for I, for young I don't know. Vegeta. I don't know about that, bro. Because no, he even... he would have been he his he would not have been such of a brat because of the fact that he was very much wanting to be like his dad. He wouldn't his issue would not be the fact that oh he's never going to be king now. He would have been very worried about the. He didn't really care about his dad. He looked down on his dad because he was powerful. He was more he was stronger than his dad as a kid. Eh, I I don't know. What's Yo, good with you, Neverland? Thank you for showing up in the chat. Real and then I, I did like that we got to see a little bit more of Baby Raditz. Baby Raditz being a little little shit is absolutely very Raditz. Yo, guys, because he just showed he he showed up for all of like two seconds and say, I think he's like, oh yeah, I have a brother, but he's still sleeping. He's like, I don't really care either way. Bloody, 
Yo, if Goku, all right, in the movie, they're like, what, four or five years old during the movie before they get sent away. Wouldn't I make him like a young teen or so in Dragon Ball era? We find Red Ripper Army and all that. Yes, that would have put him roughly about there because Gohan during was a teenager and the Cell story arc, and I think Mm -hmm. he was like 11 or 12, right around there. Yeah, you got to remember, Saiyan's age age slower than. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he would have probably he would have been in his teenage years, roughly, at that at that point. Now with with this new beginning, he would have been in his teen teenage years or a young teen when he fought the Red Ribbon Army instead of being a kid. Hmm. This could potentially change how he handles certain situations in the past. Then, not really. Yep. It's still gonna be the same. It's still gonna be the same shit. So yeah. okay. And, and then, like I said, they just added Gine, and then they 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 made they made Frieza be the the definition of pure evil and the little rascally shit that he is, all the more prominent because now they gave a reason on how the Scouters were actually created because they added uh uh, uh the two new characters whose names kind of slipped me who are his advisors uh and and scientists and they were the ones who gifted those to the to the to the sands and then broly broly now was was seen as a lower class saiyan and now was just shown to ha- have such strong power and instead of nearly being assassinated by king vegeta he was just sent off to an exiled planet to uh to die and then paragus went after him and then paragus paragus is an asshole like more of an asshole than he was in the original broly film it, it's wait like, explain to me how paragus is an asshole well, he when he got there, he said, "You know, I hate everyone." He's like, "You know what?" He's like, "All the sands can go piss off." He took the dude's ship, and then when he's in there, he's just like, "You know," he's like, "I know that we we're stuck here." He's like, "But there's a way for me to at least survive." And then he shot the dude. the 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 kid was just like there. He got swept up in all this, and then I, he just I, shot I, him. I, I totally understand it, but like, you have to survive. So he, Beats had to go. So. <laughs> he's survival. <laughs> he's not an asshole survivalist. Like you, you gotta. They was there for forty years. Yeah. So yeah, roughly forty years. Yeah, something like that. But uh, man, and like see, I wanted, see I wanted, Broly, wanted, though. You want Broly to run around naked? Uh, I mean, he would have been covered Be- in some like chitin by by that time. As because many uh, that, bugs as he was killing. That's, that's where that's where he got his gear from. Yeah, he uh he took it off some animals. No, he took. The, I do no, like he, I do the like the story. The gear that Broly was currently wearing when he got it was Beats. Man, that boy's legs are too swole for Beats. I was like, I doubt that would have fit him. If, if you if you go back and watch it, you, they killed Beats. They gave Broly the gear. They gave him the pants. They gave him the the, the wristbands, and they gave him the boots. And Paragus was wearing the pink pouch. Yeah, I saw that at least. Yeah, he they they stole his shit and they ate him. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, something something like that. But Paragus was more of an asshole the way he treated Broly in this film compared to the original. Like he was uh, like hardcore uh, training him, and then then with the shock, okay. the shock collar and everything, okay. and then okay. the way he would talk to Broly. All right. Again, with that, if Paragus didn't do anything against. Uh, when Brody was about to kill this soldier, what would happen? No, I'm like not even he, talking about the soldier. I'm saying that that he did this for 40 years, right? 
And, and yeah, it was just the him, two of them on this planet. He saw him freaking out the entire time. He said he went Azaro form multiple times. He almost like it was too many. It was too much. He had to control him because he he and, even and no, ma- no matter of... what, no matter what he did, he wasn't gonna be able to defeat uh Broly. He had to control him. Yeah. So and, and you can't that, you can't say he has control aspect. But you can't. How are you gonna? How are you gonna he, he's a. Asshole? You can't. You can't say he's not a bit of an asshole. He is definitely an asshole. If, if he if he wanted to be an asshole, he he could have just left his son to defend for himself. His son was his yeah. son had a stronger power level than him since he was a kid. He couldn't control him, so that's the only way he could control him. He went he went he went great ape form multiple times. How is how is Peregrine's going to stop him from going great ape form? Well, he like, cut off his tail then, when, when he was even, young. Yeah, but then on top of that, it was he, he had to. So he had to control that. So he had to cut off the tail. So there was there was things he had to do to, to limit everything he was doing. Even when he was on the ship, like you didn't want Peregrine to, to stop that dude from like stop Broly from killing the good the, the, the dude out of the no out of random, he was definitely gonna kill him. Yeah, he definitely would. So is it because he's gonna control a power that makes him insane, or like was it? He exactly? can't he can't control his power at all, and it it's just and he like Parker's even stated like maybe it's, he like the reason why he probably can't control it is because he's probably harnessing the power of the great ape in human form, and he can't control it at all. Yeah, mm, okay. yeah. So, so like, it's Parker's ain't an asshole. He just yo, he was just yo, I I he can't do anything. The male's a realist. Yeah, you gotta make sure your son is in check. Like clearly this dude was out here wilding. Yeah. I don't know. I still think Paragus is an asshole. I guess, but clearly, like Broly would have been stomping everywhere everywhere. Like because clearly no word like words wouldn't have got to Broly. <laughs> if he's mad, he's mad. He can't control it. True. But I mean, to be fair, he he He's still an asshole, but enough of that. I, I do like the, the origins that they gave for Broly. I, I do like that. They, they definitely made Broly more personable, and you really felt more for Broly compared to being the, the, the character he was in the original Broly film. Now, don't get me wrong. All of us liked Broly in the original film, but he didn't have much going for him except, you know, screaming Kakarot and being powered up by a crying baby. That's it. That's let's that's be, all he had uh, going for him. Let's let's also be real again. This this whole movie, he was this whole like the whole ending fight. He was screaming. So like, yeah, but <laughs> but he wasn't going Kakarot. Ah, yeah, but Kakarot. He, he was, this this take out Kakarot and just put nothing but like just, like ah. just screaming. like so. <laughs> but but again, but that but part of it was because Frieza was being a little rascally shit. He already was losing his mind because he was coming up against people who actually were strong and could fight, and he was he was adapting to it, and he just lost himself in the fight. And then what did Frieza go do? He's just like, oh, you know what? I think I can make this more interesting. I'm just going to shoot your dad and then just tell you about it. And then look at what happened. He went full-on so, devil mode and went straight and into the full And then that also, that also goes to my, 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 like, you know, my, my shit about Paracus. Bro, Broly cared about him. He clearly cared about him. He clearly... It would, he, he, he did. Was he did care for him. his dad. He he did care for his dad. Don't we we I I won't deny that Broly did have this 
this massive love and respect for his dad because look at when Chile and uh, he's like he he said chill out that's my pop y'all talk about like yeah when they're when they're talking talking bad because you know again his dad is a little bit of an asshole he's just like he should treat you like that he's like it's not nice to speak about him he's like you don't understand Chile like, is a is a is a dick if anything she stole she she destroyed the you know the the button now if. If yeah, freak, she did. If he was it. a freak out, if he was a freak out in, on his ship, now what? How are they gonna stop him? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Now you're not wrong there. She, uh, she. Well, here's the thing. She's a bit of a dick because she stole it. But I mean, to be fair, you know, Paragus was being a major asshole to the two of them after everything they just did for her or did for them, you know. And then he talks to her and treats her the way that he did. So, you know, she was just like, oh, well, we just watched you shot call your son for like forever and just watch him like nearly get electrocuted, you know, no. So she's thinking we're just going to be helpful. But after she saw how he fr freaked out, you know, it, it did kind of come to realization. She's like, oh, well, shit, we need a way to stop it. And that's when the Dragon Balls came in. And... That's where the Dragon Balls came in, and that was my other big point of contention with this film. How the Dragon Balls were a MacGuffin to set up the plot, and it was the stupidest reason. I don't care if it makes sense to the characters. It, it's still a stupid reason to set up a plot, okay? The fact is, Bulma had all the all, six of the Dragon Balls. Of course, she has the Dragon Radar. And she just didn't go get number seven, because of the fact that it was in the middle of the uh, the ice continent, right? And the fact is, she wanted the Dragon Balls to make herself look younger. We get it. We know they've played and joked about her getting older all the time. But why do you need that to be a reason to drive the story? And then the reason for Frieza wanting the Dragon Balls was to be taller. What the actual this, fuck? This is this is Dragon Ball we're talking about. We like even when. Like, but I'm just saying, even in Dragon Ball, they like the General Blue was wishing he could be taller, too. So like, it, this this ain't nothing new. So. I, I know, but it's it a stupid reason. It feels incredibly like forced. I know it's Dragon Ball, like this weirdness, like some animes have injected into it, it feels very unnecessary. It's just, it's one of those things, and I mean, yeah, yeah, we have peel off in them who wish to be forever young, and they got turned into kids. You know, that's a monkey's paw joke. You know, now now they're stuck with them, and 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 somehow they get older in the future after the, you know they spend a couple decades as kids. I don't know how suddenly now they're going to get older because Mai is you know in her forties and she's robbing the cradle after we saw on the the Goku Black story arc. You know, just a little bit, just a little bit. But again, they've been young for like 20, 30 years, something like that, since Pilaf and them got their wish back in Dragon Ball. You know, it's it's one of those things that I just I don't understand. It I mean, yes, it's happened in the fact, happened in the past, but it's still a stupid reason, you know? Of course it's a stupid reason. But it's it's Dragon Ball. So like everybody's gonna let it slide, so is it's it's like even even when it comes to just having Broly and Paragus on a uh a, a island for I mean a, a planet for 40 years and these guys are getting and Broly's getting so strong he's able to you know compete with somebody that's on the god level. So stuff like that Absolutely. doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's Dragon Ball. So we gotta Toriyama. just accept Toriyama needs help. 
that's what it is. He just needs help with this. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want help, man. He because the, right, fandom, well, the and, fandom likes this. The fandom likes this over yes craziness. Um, they do. But here, here's the real thing, right? Okay, that that's my biggest point of contention with this is that the story and the driving force of why everything got set up the way it did was just so stupid. But the fight scenes when it finally did kick off it was an hour and a half of non-stop fighting and i loved it all right the animation in this film was beyond beautiful the they did a lot of great job with the 3d models that they were using at certain points which looked really cool the the 3d modeling especially for the big attacks especially when broly was doing some of his crazy shit was simply amazing and the animation and coloring for the transformation scenes Look one thing next level. The one thing I didn't like about the just the fight scene is they they did uh they were doing uh like way too much. There was one scene in particular where they they went to a whole different fucking dimension, bro. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And that that was after they 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 showed off Gogeta. Like they broke the dimension and went into the time dimension that that hit uses, right? They no, were was, in between it, it, it wasn't it wasn't even a time dimension, it was just a, a dimension. Cause you you know what time you know when you're in hit dimension because it looks like it, it's shattered glass everywhere. That was just yeah, a different distortion. dimension. Yeah, that was just a regular dimension out of nowhere, and like it was it was so weird. Cause even even Goku said something, even Gogeta and them said something like, "What the world are we?" And then like, and they just like instantly got knocked out of it again. Like it was just so random and, and pointless to even have in the story. Yeah, and and speaking of Gogeta, right. We all kind of saw it coming. Me and you, Soul, definitely saw it coming for the longest time after some of the early merch leaks and stuff like that. We were talking about, especially when they were doing the Fusion Reborn and Father of, uh, you know, Bardock, Father of Goku uh, double feature. Me and you had these strong hints uh, before they made the official announcement. I really wish that they didn't because when Gogeta showed up at the end of the film for that last bit of the fight was a dope scene and it would have been a great surprise. If they didn't show them off, they didn't show. They they made this their whole marketing strategy. Like why? Like even when you go into the you know the theater, they give you these small posters that have Gogeta face on them. So like it was. Uh, imagine if you didn't see any spoilers, you were just you were just isolated from the internet in general, and then you go to the theater and they hand you a poster that has Gogeta face on it. Like it's it's stupid. Like I want to feel like when. Like if imagine if I was in a movie theater and I just seen them referencing like yo maybe we need to we need to try something maybe we need to fuse and they start doing the dance and then they actually completed I would have been so hyped it made the it made the film to me maybe a nine point five out of ten but they completely took that out and they just ruined that for everything yeah. we saw that we saw those we saw like trailers of him multiple times even transformations most of it even moves he was doing so like did they not have faith in the movie from like I, I don't know like they the they Dragon Ball the community is bit. weird. It's yeah, weird. They like, love I, they, they love spoilers. And and I would have like when he showed up, it was such a badass moment. But if they didn't show off Gogeta, it would have hyped up that moment a lot quicker. Because when when Frieza was the little shit that he was, killed Paragus, told Broly, and Broly went full on berserker devil mode and was whooping the shit out of Goku. And let me say this: Vegeta got so much shine in this film and only got beat for all of two seconds and then dipped out. And then the rest of it was just watching Goku's ass get whooped. And I was thankful for that because I'm glad that they didn't put Vegeta getting an ass whooping in the main movie. I'm I'm glad for that. Yeah. 
I there were it's just so many things like just like thinking about just the film going back. It's just so many things that they they didn't use. Like why like Goku used this scene that you know Broly was just you know keeping up with um you know Super Saiyan God Vegeta. Why would you decide to go fight him in base form and then go Super Saiyan and then go God right after? And you're you're taking damage throughout this entire fight, and then you almost you almost pass out during God mode, and then you decide to you know go to Super Saiyan Blue, like you just took all the damage. Yeah, which is gonna strain him even more and everything. Like I think it, really th- this film this film proved just how stupid and selfish Goku is half the time. Like it they really just, does. And then on top of he ne- he didn't even, he didn't he didn't attempt to go to Super Saiyan. He didn't attempt to go to. Uh, Kaioken Super Saiyan Blue, any of that. It was just, it was just like, okay, maybe he's too hurt after he just got his ass beating Super Saiyan God. Who knows? But it was just, it was just weird. Like even they didn't even like. I love, I love Vegeta's part is my favorite part because you know they, they just, they would just like even like you know the 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 side talk he was just having with his stuff like oh he's learning why like while we're fighting and stuff like that. It was just good. But I would have liked to see you know Vegeta go. Uh, blue evolution because he has a new transform a, a new transformation. So like, yeah, I would it, like to see more uh, with the uh, with royal blue or beyond yeah. blue, which everyone yeah, else calls. It. I like call royal it. blue. Yeah, but I like royal I, blue. I know that. I would have I would have liked to see that, but you know, Goku has to be Goku. It's my turn now, and you know, jumps in and then yeah, just you know, disappeared for like <laughs> like the rest of the movie until the end. Uh, he just. Appeared for like 30 minutes while Goku got that work, and then he showed up to help fight for all two seconds. They do, you know, Gallic Gun Kamehameha, and then Broly just eats that like it's nothing. And they're just like, Oh, well, shit, that didn't work. We gotta get out yeah. of here. Yeah, we gotta get and then they here. fly off. And then they the 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 scene right before they, they fuse was a great thing because they flew off and then brought Broly right in front of Frieza, and then they yeah, we got a they, gift for you. Yeah, yeah, and then they dipped out to to uh uh piccolo to to catch their breath and then figure out what they need to do and then the fact is they showed off both failed transformations which i'm glad for right we got to see fat gogeta and then we got to see old gogeta which is fat gogeta is when they're not synchronous or when they're asymmetrical and then old gogeta is when i think it is when the angles were off or or whatever yeah but i just want you to know that like Vegeta was getting his ass whooped. Not Vegeta. Frieza was uh, getting Frieza, his ass whooped. Frieza got his ass whooped for an hour. For an hour. He got his ass whooped yes. for an entire hour. So, like, I, I was like, it just, that shit was just weird. Like, and he, after he got his ass whooped for an entire hour, he decided, you know, maybe I should go golden Frieza. Is yeah, he's like, like oh, after no, an man. hour. And then he just immediately got shut down, and then Gogeta just pops out of nowhere. And then he's just like, I'll take it from here. And then the fight between Berserker, uh, you know, Berserker Broly and then Gogeta, you know, Gogeta gave him work in his base form. But when he went Super Saiyan Blue, that was, was amazing. It was yeah, overkill. it was overkill. Like, they yeah. were legitimately about to kill Broly. Like, legitimately about to kill him before yeah. Chi-Li used the Dragon Ball to get Broly back to his planet. You, you know the, the um, one... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, the good thing about that, though, is that they kept Broly alive. And I really hope they make use of him in the future because of the fact that he's alive. He took care of him. Goku is going to start seeing him more. Hopefully we get to see more of him coming forward, but I just want to know how they're going to utilize him now. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about it, you know, they, uh, 
you know they changed the uh, the canon of the the fusion now. Like just the just the overall lore behind the fusion dance is different now. They changed it, so yeah. Because the fact that I was like, which is funny, is because they've known about the fusion dance forever. Because it, Piccolo and Krillin taught it to, uh, or Goten, was it Piccolo? Goten no, it Piccolo yeah, taught, yeah, taught, taught it to Goten. But just in general, like, like from GT, GT, well, GT isn't really canon. But if you were too powerful for the fusion dance, and like, and you would try to power up in the fusion dance, in the fusion dance, you would just disperse because it's too much power trying to be like just held into like that that form. So they gave that yeah. instead to the Patora rings, the Patora earrings. So now the Patora earrings are ba- basically pointless now. Yeah. Because, of, well, remember, because the, the Patora earrings give a perfect fusion every time, but you can burn stamina quicker within the hour that time limits that they have in the yeah, earrings. Yeah, it's, it, it's but, pointless now. So you can't, you can't turn yeah. blue when you're in Patora earrings. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because we saw that with Super Saiyan Blue Vegito and how long that lasted. That lasted like maybe, if anything, probably twenty. 20 I think minutes. they said, I think they said like fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah, something like that. Like yeah, nowhere so. near as long as they could have in in the normal Patara fusion. Yeah, and they and also now they, they were able. And then Gogeta apparently they don't, they don't have to because before when they first m- mentioned the the fusion dances that they had to match power levels. Now they don't have to worry about that yep. because those two have very different power levels, and yet they just did the dance and it was a perfect fusion. Yeah. And then they and were now, able to maintain now, the full thirty. And now the, the you know the fusion dance used to be an addition. They used to just add po- the power levels together, but now it's a, a multiplier. So, so they yeah. changed. They changed. They changed. They changed our. A uh, few things. Overall, the movie, I still, I still give it an eight. But it's like you I look give, back at. I give it at an eight everything. and a half. Yeah, if you look at, if you look back at like everything, you can really, you can really like critique. Break it this all down. Film. Yeah, you can really yeah. critique it and like give it a shitty score. But like just the from the fight scenes and everything, I, I have, I give it respect. And hopefully, they do something with Broly in the, you know, the upcoming show again but we'll see yeah op you have any last minute thoughts on this um no y'all really covered most of it like as far as brilliant show it wouldn't make sense for a nerf it but like if he turns into like a gag or some shit bro, i'm gonna be instantly turned off you know they do that with almost every character it was hit hit was supposed to be prodigy but now he just yeah. turned it to like somebody that you, you don't even see no more they give this IP so many damn passes and excuses, like the point is like pretty much infuriating because like it encroaches on what it could really become. You give it we, right we don't back. even know what's gonna happen with the universe six hands because they already made Kaba turn into a joke, even though he got shined for all like five minutes and then he immediately got that ass whooped. Yeah, like every time I get excited for like what they do, it immediately gets deflated. But and same with Kefla and Kale. It's, a, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, yeah, a, it's already a new scene, but you know, you know what's even mess more messed up about the Broly thing. Universe six Saiyans are stronger base wise than Universe seven Saiyans. So Kefla is technically no. What's what's the one that the legendary one? I don't know. Uh, Kel- that's that's Kale. That's Kale. No, yeah, okay. Kale. Kale, Kale is the one who Kale, went berserker. Kale is the berserker of you know of Universe six. So she's technically yeah. stronger in base. She's the legendary Super Saiyan. Yeah, but yeah. this but Broly is able to keep up. He's able to almost beat. On Super Saiyan Blue, and yeah. well, he, he he is able to beat Super Saiyan Blue Goku, so it's yeah. weird. Like it's 
they just threw the power levels anywhere. And then this, they, uh, not to mention the power level. They brought power levels back to immediately throw it right back out the window. They're like, hey, look at this. He's got a power level over a thousand. Oh my God. And then they immediately look at Broly and Frieza and Goku and Vegeta. And they're like, the scouters can't even read these levels. It's like, why it. the oh my God. Yeah. So like, it's like, why the hell did you bring it back just to throw it right back out the window? Yeah. They, they like, even when they show Paragus, uh, he's like, oh, he had a power level of 4,200. So I was like, he, he basically, he's like, even Frieza, yeah, even Frieza said, like, I like you being with Broly is is kind of like pointless because like you you weren't like you weren't doing anything for him. So yeah, he's just she's like Broly's never been in a fight. He's like, no, this will be his first actual fight, except for spars with me. And she's like, huh, pointless, isn't that? And he's just like, oh well, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's so, just like, so bro, like, bro, come on. Like I I'm glad that some people are you know starting to to hold Dragon Ball accountable. Especially on like Twitter and like social media, because years. hey, look, look. Yeah. If there's one thing we can say about social media, and, and especially for Twitter, man, when you work up certain like subcultures of of those areas, they get hype. And like we've seen with Black Twitter, as y'all put it, anime Twitter and a Twitter, they they crazy when they go off. Yeah, and it's 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 like and and a Twitter is a, a whole nother beast, but like. Dragon Ball, like Dragon Ball, their Dragon Ball community is starting to you know hold them accountable because at the after seeing stuff like from like like the content from My Hero to uh Attack on Titan to just like just random new stuff, just random new stuff that's just coming out. Like y'all look at Dragon Ball Super and you're like this is what we got. Like uh, uh, I, it just looks bad. Like it, it's so stiff and like boring. So like. I, I don't know. Like, hopefully it comes back and be good. That's all I'm gonna say. That's that's the last thing I'm gonna say about Dragon Ball. That's it. We, we can hope, but as long as our management team stays the same, it's gonna be pretty much the same. Yeah, it, it is what it is, man. But it, it's pretty bad, and it's it's just one of those things that that's just kind of I don't know, man. It they they they, 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 con- they contradicted a lot of themselves. They they brought something and to immediately throw it right back out and that's the annoying part of it all right you know that's what they love doing you know yep i forget i'm excited so we'll see what they we'll see what the future holds for you know the you know the brand of uh dragon ball super so yep we'll see how it kind of goes but Continuing with, with from there with the Dragon Ball news, right after the Broly movie, there came the announcement of a new Dragon Ball Z project. Bandai Namco announced that there is a new Dragon Ball Z RPG project currently in the works. And this was after the announcement of the Dragon Ball Heroes card game video game for the Switch, which can go right into the bushes, and yep. we're not going to pay any attention oh, go, to that. Go straight into the garbage, yep. Yep, right into the bushes. No, none of that. We don't want the Super, the Dragon Ball Heroes trading card game on Switch unless you want that, and then uh, you can go into the bushes with that game. <laughs> but they announced a new RPG project, and I'm kind of interested because, you know, Budokai Tenkaichi and, and those series w- had a lot of RPG elements while being, you know, really good arena fighters for Dragon Ball, and then they did Xenoverse. And Xenoverse was garbage. It had RPG elements, but it was garbage. 
and it did the same things that we've already seen in Dragon Ball every time. At least fighters sticking to a fighting game actually did its own unique story uh, and introduced a uni new unique character with Android 21. But I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do with this new RPG project. I just don't know what to expect out of it, or I don't even know what I want with it. What, what about you guys? Soul, why don't you start off? I just actually hope that they you know build a true rpg and that they don't try to just use you know like the the assets from xenoverse i would like them to ask i would me i would prefer like like yeah uh, something kind of looking like you know dragon quest or maybe even even a 2d style or something like similar to like you know that the new killer kill game that's coming out but, does um, anyone remember the dragon ball games from that were on like the game boy advance that one was really good. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I try to forget. What, I'm trying to remember what it's called, but I remember you talking about. Uh, oh, I forgot. I, I know what you're talking about, but um, I forgot the name. That one. That like, one was a good RPG one. Legacy of Goku. That's what it was. Oh, yep, yeah, that's what it's mm -hmm. called. Yep. But I would. I don't. I don't want to replay over the story of Dragon Ball anymore because it's it's so repetitive. I, it, it's I been played out. Yeah, it's been played out. So. We'll see what they do. I, I hope this ain't no Xenoverse 3. I really hope so. Or I will not be picking it up. Nope, because that, that can go right in the trash like with the other Xenoverses. Yeah, I'm right there with Soul. Like, as far as Dragon Ball Z games, I'm not really big on them. Except for Blue Guy Tanchi and Dragon Ball Z Fighters. And I really don't care for Xenoverse. So if it's something in similar veins of that, it's going to be a pass for me. But yeah, we just got to see what they're going to do with it. Like they need it, they need to mix up the formula. They really need to mix up the formula and do something different. Like the Game Boy Advance, like I said, Legacy of Goku on the Game Boy Advance was actually really good. Like I really liked that game. I played yeah, that I a remember lot I had back it. in yeah, I had that. school. Yeah, I, really I think I still have it though. somewhere. But that that was an RPG uh, Dragon Ball game that was actually really good. And I was like, and I really hope that they that they do something unique with it compared to what they've done in the past. You know, and I hope they don't just continue with like Xenoverse. Like I know there's people who like Xenoverse. Their Xenoverse Two is still getting continuous updates. Good for them, but the game is really not that great. And I just hope that they don't just do another one and then call it a new project because that's not a new project. Don't most people yeah, really is just rush? Well, not rush. Just choose to be a sane besides the other races. Like I heard like it, the thing the thing about it doesn't even no, matter. No, you get to make you get to make your own character, your own yeah, Saiyan. That. That's a time traveler that basically just goes through the whole story of Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's like even if you pick a you know uh a race, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You don't like like of course you get like you know the special move like oh, I can turn you I'm a boo so I can turn I'm mean, a maja I can turn you into a cookie and shit like that. But it really doesn't yeah. matter cuz same story same exact story. You, nothing changes. So, at the end of the day, I would just—I pray not the universe three. I really do. I would like they even—they gotta try something different. I just because everybody's gonna, everybody's gonna want the same shit. Like uh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna mods. I wanna be. I wanna have blah blah blah. I wanna have Janimba and all that shit. But I—I I don't know what they can honestly do unless they actually make a Dragon Ball. RPG and you actually playing as Kid Goku and you're actually going through the adventures of you know of Kid Goku with Boma and stuff like that. But I doubt they do something like that because it's I don't see them I don't see Akira or Tortoro building a uh 
a whole separate story for this game. So you're probably gonna be a time patroller going going back in the like in the past to stop you know villains from changing the, the changing the future and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I just I don't know, man. I I, I just I don't know what to expect out of this. So I'm just kind of looking to what whatever happens. So let's just hope that's not not that. Now for our last topic. I want to mention another big anime game that's going to be coming out that is breaking away from the mold. One Piece. One Piece World Seeker. Ed's been showing off a lot of gameplay videos recently, and that is looking like what a game should be that we hope for. Because this is a game set in the One Piece universe that has definitely played on the heavy RPG elements. And recently they showed off some of the ways that the Straw Hat crew is all going to tie into the story showing off from different things that you can craft and make food with like Sanji and other things and just a very, very well thought out and well done RPG. And I'm really looking forward to it. And this is set for launching on March. Uh, let me see here. I believe it's March 15th. And I'm, I'm really surprised with this because it was the, when they announced it, they didn't show off much for a while, but now it's just getting a lot of stuff. And I'm really glad that it is because the game is actually looking really good. It it really does look absolutely good. Yeah, March 15th is when this game is set to release. And I'm really happy for it. I'm really looking forward to One Piece World Seeker. What about you guys? Oh yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna grab it. It's uh it's one piece. It's basically Spider-Man, but one piece. So uh, I'm gonna grab it and uh I heard that Skypea is, is is right above the, you know the the island that they're at. So I think you'd be able to visit that later on. Ooh, Skypea, huh? Up, you got any words? Our resident uh, One Piece expert here. Yo, at first I was really on a fence with this game. It was like, man, this shit like bootleg as hell. But like after they kept dro- dropping more trailers, and fleshing out the game, showing what it has to offer, I'm so it's slowly grabbing me right right now. But like. Mm. We're showing the deeper RPG elements, whatnot, how you interact with the crew, how they play in the story. Looks really, that's a really nice addition to it as well. They are starting to sell me on the game. So actually, yeah, I'm actually going to end up copying at the end, but you know, of course, I just want to see a little bit more just to be fully invested in this game. Because, like, of course, the One Piece story is cool to retell in a video game, whatnot, but it's like, I already experienced. So I'm a little interested in how they're going to have their own twist to it because they, they even have a new protagonist, not protagonist, and um, antagonist that's not even in the manga or anime at, at all. So that'd be actually a new addition to this um, the universe as well. So it's looking pretty good for me. It's looking pretty good right now. It's definitely gonna be a cop for me. And the graphics look so good. And like, oh, yeah, I mean, really good. They're using they're actually using Luffy's abilities to get around. So like, yes, like you said, he's gonna it's Spider Man, but in One Piece, he's gonna be using basically. the gum gum. He's gonna be stretching around, hopping from building to building, slinging himself around the city. And I like that. Because I want to see if I want to see what happens if I jump in the water. I want to. <laughs> yeah. You already know. <laughs> For me, my probably biggest concern is probably the enemy AI and how challenging they will be. Because of course, some gameplay videos I've seen of it they look very basic and just very well, samey. One that, but of course, I'll we'll figure. I'll find out for myself when the final game drops. But you know, that's probably my biggest hurdle for the game yeah, right now. I agree. We'll see. It, so it really. Now. 
Yeah, we're definitely going to see soon soon enough how it does, but I'm really looking forward to the game. Yeah. I I really think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be something special for certain, you know, definitely. So with that being said, it's about that time, and we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. But before we do that, I do want to make this announcement for those who are still watching and everyone who's been excited is that I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway. Uh, I have plenty of nice little things that I picked up here from Pack South, and I'll be posting up uh, here in the description later on, as well as make sure you follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, on the Facebook channel, and everything else. Uh, I'll be posting all the information there of what's going to be uh, given away, how we're going to do this, because we do have two similar sets uh, for two different winners, and I am going to do one to the giveaway, and I'm going to do a second one. Trying to figure out how I'm going to do that, but we are going to be doing this and shipping it across here. It is going to be for the states only for right now, um, but we are going to be hopefully be trying to change that here in the future. But make sure that you are following all all of us, especially. Uh, make sure that you're following Soul King as well because he does a lot of art for the channel. He does all of our all of the work that you're going to be seeing here soon. Without him, we wouldn't have half the stuff that we do. And of course, make sure that you're following Operation. Uh, we're all very active on Twitter, whether we're trolling or showing off and just having a good time. You want to make sure that you do that. But we will be running a giveaway for you wonderful guys who've been supporting us. And now, as we sign off, I do want to say here, if you haven't liked the video, please do like it. It does help us out a lot, but especially subscribe. If you're not subscribed, it would mean a lot to us. We're at 175 subscribers right now. We want to try and hit 200 before the end of March. And we definitely want to try and push for 250 come June. So every little bit is greatly appreciated from you guys as we are trying to push and do a lot more as well as improve what we do here and how how what you see here. So definitely be looking out in the coming weeks. But from all of us here, is there anything that you guys want to say before we sign out? Watch Mob Psycho, my guys. Yes, Mob when Psycho. They, when they first announced, oh, I can't show, believe we didn't even bring that up. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, that's a scale. Oh, that we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Just, we'll talk about it for sure next week. Yeah, man, just watch it, please. I thought it was gonna be garbage juice when they first announced it, but I finally got into the show. I'm caught up now, but goddamn, bro, watch I it. I told you, 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 watch you did. You, you doubt watch us. Oh, oh no, bro, like uh, garbage juice. Look boring. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not confident. See, see, uh, this is why you a fraud, is you don't ever listen to me, and so when we give you a recommendation, we say something uh -oh. because we know it's good. Mm -mm. I, I listen. I just didn't take heed to your word. Now you listen. I've been listening. I just didn't do it. There's a difference. Disappointed. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm caught up now. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, as long as you're caught up, that's all that matters. But, guys, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and head on out here but we do want to thank you all for stopping by and hanging out with us for a little bit as we we get uh wild and crazy over here about all these nerdy topics and stuff like that but again guys from all of us here peace out and we'll check you later guys all right.